Welcome to the You Can Have It All podcast to create a successful business and a thriving family. I am your host, Mona Tabasteli from Mompreneurs Worldwide. Hello and welcome back to another episode of You Can Have It All. I'm very excited for the next few episodes and I'm going to share my interviews with some amazing women from the Vital Voices family each with an extraordinary mission. I recorded these interviews in 2019, actually, when we were in Mexico City for a workshop organized by Vital Voices to learn more about how to measure our impact. I explained why I put a pause on my podcast in the previous episode. So the world might look different since these interviews, including a revolution in Lebanon that started the movement towards change and many other events around the world. Through it all, the messages and the work of these amazing women remains strong, and we need them now more than ever. In this episode, as part of our Woman on a Mission series, I'm interviewing one of my favorite women leaders, Joel Abu Farhat. Joel is a co-founder and president at 5050 NGO in Lebanon and the founder and CEO at Joe Branding Advertising. I met Joel for the first time at the VV100 event in San Francisco in 2016. I love her work and her mission to empower women leaders to be more active in politics in Lebanon. In 2010, Joel founded her own communication agency, which is currently running under the name of Joe Branding Advertising, specialized in personal and political branding for public figures, with a special program for women. Joel is the founder of the SMPPD Personal Assessment Program. It's a personal evaluation done at five levels, socially, morally, professionally, physically, and digitally, with women who aim at reaching higher levels of leadership in politics. Joel has contributed enormously to the huge increase of female candidate numbers in the 2018 parliamentary elections in Lebanon, from 12 candidates in 2009 to 113 candidates in 2018. Joel and her team were able to empower, encourage, and push 113 women to run for office through different programs and media campaigns. Joel is a big supporter of women in politics. In 2012, she co-founded Women in Front, an NGO that encourages women to engage into politics, aiming at increasing the number of Lebanese women in politics and public life. In 2019, she decided to restructure the NGO and include men on the board to support women in reaching equality. She created 50-50 NGO that aims at instating equality at all levels, especially in political and public life. She has many other achievements and initiatives, and I added her full bio on the show notes. She's an inspiring woman leader who is supporting other women in politics. This interview is extra special for me as Jewel is the first person that I'm interviewing who is active in politics. This is a different world from my usual network of entrepreneurs, and I'm personally very interested to learn more from Jewel. I'm very excited to share this interview with you. Let's get started. So we're here with Jewel in Mexico. Jewel, thank you so much for giving me your time. Thanks to you. I'm so happy to share whatever I have <laughs> uh, with you. To be honest with you, you're the first person who is active in politics that I'm interviewing. So I am super excited, but I'm also very interested to know your why. Why do you do what you do? So tell us a little bit about yourself and about your background. Okay, so I'm basically a journalist uh, and I did communication uh, for like at least 10 years. However, in Lebanon, it was so difficult to uh, work in journalism because you needed to be affiliated with uh, media, a certain media, a TV station, let's say. So, uh, and as I'm really free uh, in my mind, I have a free mind. So 
I shifted to advertising. I couldn't stand a lot in uh, in in media. I shifted to advertising, especially that I used to to work in uh, political journalism. So uh, advertising for me was communication, advertising, marketing, and uh, it's it was something fascinating. So I started like a long time ago. And then after a short period, uh, I went, I traveled and then came back to Beirut and started my own company, uh, Joe Branding Advertising. Uh, we do communication uh, to, uh, we do uh, communication and branding to corporations and we do also political branding uh, for individuals. You're active, Joel, in so many initiatives and uh, you have your own business, which on its own is a full-time job. Running a business is not easy. You have your family. Tell me a little bit about your personal life as well and different roles that you're playing and how do you find, how do you manage all of them? I don't know actually how to manage. I, I don't think about it. I just go with they the just flow. Just do it <laughs> exactly. I just do it. I just do it exactly. Uh, of course, I'm a mom of two. Uh, my daughter is 21 and my son is 19. So uh, they're already in universities. This helps a lot because you know you don't have, you don't have to give full time uh, anymore. But uh, yet uh, they're outside Lebanon studying abroad. Uh, yet I have them uh, at home like every two months and uh, we do, you know, gatherings and we set, we set appointments and schedules because they are also very busy. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of, uh, of course, my husband is traveling also a lot. So um, I'm uh, a person who would like to, uh, you know, fill her time fully. So I, I work like 12, maybe 14 hours a day. Uh, wow. I come back, I mean, uh, everything I do during the, the day and then at night I have sometimes receptions, sometimes gathering, uh, discussions, debates, etc. So it's a full time and I've been doing this for so long. So for me, it's something, you know, very, very normal. Um, however, sometimes I'm tired, of course, um, because it's tiring sometimes, especially when, when you, we're talking about our cause, because I work, uh, you know, my cause is having more women in politics, which is very difficult in Lebanon. And uh, it takes also a lot of time and effort. Um, so this is why um, it's tiring. However, uh, it's something, it's what makes me, you know, wake up in the morning, uh, of, of course. Uh, along with my business, because I do also branding, political branding, especially for women. And uh, this is very exciting. So since I met you, Joel, in San Francisco in 2016 for another VV100 um, gathering, you have added to your roles. So I was reading your bio, I was like, oh my God, wow, Joel was already super busy and she was doing amazing things. And now you even have more initiatives. So tell me, where does that passion come from? What is your why? What do you want to change? You know, I can't see, uh, I can't see a world uh, governed without women. It's as simple as this. And it's very frustrating because having more women in governance, in politics, would help uh, change the world, simply, to, to be for, for, for the better. So for the better. So um, um, since I was since I was doing journalism in Lebanon, uh, I thought that I, I start to see you know discriminations at all levels, be it in business or in my even in my uh, in my domain, uh, which is the media. Uh, and 
every time I used to think I will have to change this. We cannot, you know, accept us as women. We cannot accept men to run the country, you know, alone. We need to be together. This is why, um, for me, it's always a challenge. It's always frustrating not to see women on board at any level. Uh, I am specialized in women in politics because I know that when women reach politics and decision-making position, leadership in a country, uh, better things will happen. Change will happen. Uh, and we're not being able to do it in Lebanon. Uh, we need, you know, a women's quota to be implemented so women can run and, uh, you know, and succeed in politics. Um, it's been eight years. I've been working. We have first uh, we have first founded Women in Front. It's an NGO also uh, that works for women to empower women. And now we have also created 50-50 because we felt that first of all we need to have men on board. Uh, they were supporting. We, you have, you know, we have uh, uh, supporters, male supporters in Lebanon. Uh, so we need to. They need to join at some point. So we did this initiative to have them on board and to tell everyone that our aim is 50-50. We need to see 50% women, 50% men to have a healthy, uh, a healthy uh, country. So, Joel, when you talk about. Uh having equality and the gender parity when it comes to politics, does it make a difference which party these women represent? No, it doesn't. Uh, in fact, as 50-50, we are an apolitical, uh, apolitical uh, uh, organization. We don't have um, a political agenda. We work with all women in all political parties in Lebanon, across the country, to help to empower them, first of all, uh, to help them make a change in their political party and to uh, give them more confidence, you know, to be able to reach a decision-making position and to pressure as well the head of political party, of their political party, to, uh, to see them, to, to push them, uh, to encourage them. This is what we do. So regardless of their political party, we work with all women across Lebanon. Now, of course, uh, we have some exceptions when it comes to political parties who are uh, extremist. We don't, mm. uh, and we have an exception of one or two in Lebanon. So we don't work with them because we need also to have open people, uh, open women as well, who are willing, you know, to make a change and to be empowered, and uh, uh, you know, have a position also of leadership in their political parties. Jewel, Lebanese women to me are really empowered and educated. So when you, when you compare Lebanese women with a lot of women in the region, they are already change makers. They um, are on top of their game. They are actually very active in society. Uh, they are working and they have a lot of freedom that maybe other women in the region don't necessarily have. But why are the numbers of women in politics in Lebanon are still so low? I would imagine that Lebanon should be ahead of a lot of other countries in the region when it comes to having women in politics. Yeah, you're totally right. In fact, Lebanon is the, has the lowest number of women. We have today only four, uh, six MPs uh, mm. in the parliament out of 128 seats and uh, four uh, ministers out of 30. Uh, which is a very, a very low, low rate. Now, why Lebanese women 
although they're very empowered, it's true. Uh, Lebanese women are very active. They're very well educated. Uh, they are in different fields in Lebanon. And if you uh, do like a quick you know, listing of the domains where women are really very active, you would see, for instance, uh, in, uh, let's say, um, medicine, they are 40%. In uh, journalism, they are more than 50%. Mm. Uh, you know, pharmacists, uh, lawyers, judges, all in all these fields, women are really uh, almost in parity with men. However, politics in Lebanon is a real mess. And we have been you know, facing a lot of challenges because of many reasons. First of all, the decision making is uh, in, the, in the hands of men. Okay? Uh, all the head of political parties are men. And you know, the political structure in Lebanon is very difficult. It's very difficult to break this wall and uh, have women on board, unless you do a big pressure. Because for them, there is always another priority than to have women uh, you know, uh, at the top or in decision-making position. So it's, it's a lot of challenges in politics. And why is it so important to empower women in politics? I'd like to understand how women make decisions differently when it comes to politics? Of course. First of all, uh, women, they work in a different, we have different different way of thinking. It's, it's very normal. Uh, f- and then uh, when, when they do their work, you know, they are uh, much more, uh, they go much more deeper, much more into details, and much more towards peace in wh- whatever decision they take. Uh, I think we've been, you know, witnessing uh, two, three women working in Lebanon now. They are ministers, like for instance, the Minister of Interior and Municipality. She's doing a great job. Uh, she's managing her ministry, uh, you know, in a way that is inclusive to everyone. So we feel like men and women uh, are benefiting from what she's, she's doing. However, when you see men in such a posi- position, you feel that m- women are uh, you know, being uh, you know, left, left, uh, left out. Mm. Uh, this is a small, a small uh, you know, example. Exactly. But we need women in politics because this is where decision is taken. This is where law is being changed. This is where we can enhance the life of people. This is why we need women in politics. Of course, at, uh, like on a long term, we need women to be present in all uh, councils, appointed and elected councils, in business, in politics, everywhere. But we are focusing on politics because we know that this is where the change is made. And in Lebanon, we need to do a great, a big change. <laughs> so definitely we need women to be in politics. And like everything else, men and women complement each other, right? Absolutely. We, we need each other to make change happen. As you come from marketing and branding background, tell me how important is having a strong branding when it comes to running a campaign? It's one of the most important point mm-hmm. that women or level that women must work on. Uh, I think being in politics the first thing you, th- you should think of it is think of is uh, having a brand you know a personal brand um, and it's it's almost everything uh, of course the inside the knowledge the performance it's it you know it goes together but having uh, you know your image your brand 
is very important and linking your name to what you like to do or what you want to change or what you have to do is very important because people will see you in this image. So um, we help women a lot at this level to create their own brand and, um, and have their personal uh, you know, branding uh, and have their names linked to a certain cause because this is this is how uh, let's say media will, will you how you will attract media when you have a cause when you have of course it's a list of of uh, of uh, uh, many problems you're working on but when you have a main cause this will attract the media and will 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 make them ask for request your presence and host you in uh, TV stations and radio etc and program and political program so uh, this is basic and this this is what I do in, in my business also, but also I offer this to women in politics uh, whom I'm empowering and helping to reach decision-making position. Apart from your NGO and the nonprofit organizations that you have established, when it comes to your advertising company, do you still only work with women who are in politics in Lebanon or do you have clients from outside of Lebanon as well? Uh, no, we mainly work with Male and female, of course, female is like 80% okay. <laughs> uh, in Lebanon mainly, Main not abroad. No, no. For, for now, we, our, all our clients are Lebanese. Lebanese. And what does an ideal world look like to you? So I want to know if there was one thing that you would change. What, what is it if you had the power? Seeing women in 50%, in 50% the position everywhere, 50%. This is my dream, actually. And I want to see this before I die. <laughs> I have to see it. I mean, uh, we yes, this is, this is balanced, in my opinion. Uh, the equality, parity is balanced. This is how you build uh, nations, by having 50-50. You cannot manage or govern a country uh, by only 50% of it. So this is... My this is my ultimate objective for now. Do you have any plans to get involved in politics yourself? I believe you make a great leader. Thank you. Um, you know, it's very difficult uh, for me to be in politics. I like politics, of course. I have a vision of everything. Uh, but being in a um, political affiliation is something. And empowering all affiliations and political parties or women in political parties is very different. Unfortunately, if I take my own path now, uh, I will be biased. Thanks. I cannot. So I prefer my, my, main, my main objective would be having more women, empowering more women. And then later on, I will work it for myself. We will see. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> When it comes to politics, what are the characteristics of the politician? What makes a good politician, in your opinion? You know, in my opinion, a great, successful political leader is the one who is the most transparent, mm -hmm. who is telling always the truth, wherever it is. This is what people expect, in fact, from their political leaders, to tell them the truth and to work uh, honestly, you know, towards what they want to change. Um, and this is very rare, actually. Um, in general, I mean, for me, I'm very transparent in my work. Uh, and I like to see that more often in politics. But unfortunately, we don't, and especially in Lebanon. 
share with us some tips that help you stay on top of your game to manage your different roles. So what, what is the advice that you have for our audience? Oh, so let me tell you something. This is very funny. Um, first of all, I would like to add always fun in my work. It's true, we're, you know, in politics and women in policy, but it's always fun, uh, even in advertising and communication. However, let me so tell you this in a funny way. Um, what makes me, in fact, uh, you know, keep me, what keeps me uh, going on, uh, I'm going to tell you a story. Five years back, I had a kind of, I felt like uh, always hard beating very quickly, etc. So I went to the doctor, the cardiologist. Uh, I told him, he said, okay, you know, to go to through a checkup, etc. I said, okay, I went to the, the checkup, very good, went back. Uh, he said, Joel, you're a smart girl. There's nothing to, you know, to worry about. Uh, you just have to implement the three S, three S's. I said, oh, great, what is this, a vitamin? He said, yes, this is the vitamin of life. <laughs> I told him, okay, so what the three S would be? <laughs> he told me, sports, sex, and safar in Arabic. <laughs> safar is travel, you know, in Arabic. He, so he told me, you do this three triangle, you, you would be fine. So go away and no, go, now go do whatever is, need, is needed. So, you know, <laughs> I kept thinking about it. <laughs> well, you are the first person in politics that I'm interviewing and the first episode that will be 18 plus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It must be. <laughs> so this is what I'm trying to do, <laughs> to have a balanced life <laughs> within these, you know, three, uh, three S's. Uh, yeah, this is just <laughs> tip for our audience. Tips 18 plus. Yes, audience. 18 plus. And to all women, you know, because I, I like uh, a, year's, a year ago, I, I was in a panel and they told me, okay, so what do you do to, you know, to keep moving and going like in, with this energy? So I told them. The, the three S's. Yes, the three S's. And <laughs> <laughs> now so it's a signature. Yes, the three ices. And it is almost like 5.30 p.m. We both arrived, you know, I arrived last night very late and you arrived. You were all day, you were out and you still are, you're still very energetic. So the three ices are working. <laughs> trying, trying to, to manage, not always. Um, thank you so much, Joel. This was really inspirational. I love what you do. And um, one of the things that Vital Voices um able for someone like me is to be able to connect with people like you who are active in politics or different um, areas in the world which are really really important so I highly I really appreciate that and I want to I want you to tell us something that others don't know about you I have a black belt in judo oh no way I didn't know that <laughs> yes yes and I used to teach judo as well oh wow that's so, so amazing yeah martial arts so yes I you, need to be more careful <laughs> Yes. Yeah, Amazing. Uh, anything else you want to, uh, to add, Joel, for our audience? Any other tips for people who want to get into politics? Like, what is your advice? Where can they um, start? I would like to, you know, tell uh, women who are really successful in their businesses. Um, some of them would be perfect, would do perfect politi politicians. Uh, but they all like uh, they have uh, you know reticence reticence uh, towards this. I I want to tell them we need more women in politics. 
politics is something good. You know, it's you. We have this uh, this idea that politics is dirty. I would tell them, come and clean it, because we need more women in politics. And it's very important when women are also encouraged to do it. It's tough when you need to empower them and to drag them into this field. And we always also face this. Uh, we know very good women, uh, very efficient and capable, but they are all always telling us, no, I prefer to be in business, you know, although they have, you know, this, what is needed for the politics. So we need more women in politics. Where does this resistance come from, Joel? Because I do, yes, I also notice that, that it is special in women. Uh, what are the doubts? What are, wh where does it come from? I think it's been, uh, you know, like announced indirectly that politics is dirty. And when you want to do politics, uh, you have to be, you know, uh, you, not honest, uh, not transparent, you know. Uh, so, and it's not true. It's not true. This is just uh, the example we have, some examples we have from men. Uh, but it's so true. Politics is really honest. It's something you give to your people. It's work you do uh, with passion, uh, you know, in order to change, to change their life for, for the better. Uh, so uh, this is my message to women. And I hope, I hope uh, I will see more women, more capable women, prominent women, uh, willing to do politics. We need that. And one last question, Joel, is that Lebanon is a very uh, diverse and there are different languages that you know everyone speaks. I believe you speak three languages, if I'm not wrong, so French, Arabic, and English. So that's sure. amazing. What is the main language when it comes to politics uh, that people are, are used to? It's Arabic. Arabic. We okay. are an Arabic country uh, originally. So uh, we our, our official language is Arabic. But you know, in Lebanon, we had uh, <laughs> different mandates, so different civilizations. And uh, this is why every time a civilization or a country would govern uh, Lebanon, we would speak their language. <laughs> so I think this is the good part of being under a mandate. But yeah, anyway, uh, we, have, we have a good education in Lebanon. This is, uh, I think we still have this. Uh, in all our, uh, almost 95% of the private schools, uh, they do give the three languages as of, you know, nurseries, KGs, etc. So it's it's like common uh, nowadays to have the three languages in Lebanon. We like education. Hope I mean, this is glad, uh, glad we have it. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, and this is why we shift between languages. It's really, you know, there is something also very funny uh, because I work also with expats and when, when they come to Lebanon, always I tell them, okay, Listen, uh, remember this sentence. It's one sentence with three words, Arabic, English, and French. So, hi, kifak, sava. Hi in English, kifak in Arabic, and sava in French. French. And this is a sentence we use every day for 100 times, you know. People who are educated or not educated, they use this sentence. Hi, kifak, sava. It's, it's like saying hi. This is our hi in Lebanon. So, so yes, we, we shift between languages, and this is a culture we have. I love Lebanon, even though I've never been. I love all of my Lebanese oh, friends. Yes. And uh, definitely I need a reason to come to Lebanon for sure. You, you ladies always make it fun. You make it energetic. And I love that you are uh, putting all of your force and all of your passion to make change happen. So thank you so much, Joel, for giving me your time. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you, Mona. It was a real pleasure. I hope uh, we, we sent the right messages. 
And um, yeah, I'm, I also uh, I have to tell you that I'm so glad of knowing you as well. Uh, and uh, we've been, you know, having different programs together with Vital Voices. And uh, I'm so happy and honored to have you also as my friend. <laughs> my pleasure. Thank you so much, Joel. You're welcome. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Joel. To me, one of the main messages is this. If you want to see change in your government and country, step up and be the change you want to see and lead the way you believe is right for your people. It's easy to complain about everything, and I truly admire people like Joel who take action and make an impact. The ripple effect of empowering the right candidates will impact millions of lives and generations to come. I've put all the links and Joel's full bio in the show notes, and I'm looking forward to sharing another inspiring woman from the Vital Voices family with you in the next episode. Bye for now.